Let's talk arts and entertainment on WMAY. And what you just saw is a preview of Wicked Waltz, the Boston Dip in Springfield. And that is a show that you will be able to watch this weekend. I'm here with the director, Dennis Thread. How are you doing, Dennis? I'm great. Hi, Kevin. How are you? Right. I'm doing pretty good. So this show, this is the week that it is uh, opening. We talked a bit about this uh uh, a couple weeks ago, so so uh, just probably a, a short recap here. What is the show about, and what can people expect to see? The Wicked oh, Waltz. Okay, it's 1924, and this is a true story. Joplin, Missouri. Mm -hmm. The council bans dancing, closes all the dance clubs. This is in the middle of the of the you know wild twenties. <laughs> so they they say that the police chief sees a couple dancing a dance that he thinks is profane and you know immoral. The dance happens to be called the Boston Dip and it had been around for quite a while and it's a variation on the waltz. They they saw him they saw a couple dancing this and they they said, "Oh my god, you know, we're all going to perdition. We need to shut everything down." And they did for several months. Mm. Okay, that much is true. Yeah. Now, we add a character in here. Mm -hmm. A woman who is a former dancer, well-known around the world stage, concert stage, what might be called the higher vaudeville. She's retired now. She's living in Joplin, Missouri, teaching. And she sees it in the newspaper that they banned dancing about the Boston dip. And she mm -hmm. remembers a night in Springfield, her hometown, where she grew up in 1871 when she was uh, somewhere around 20. Um, and she remembers a night that changed her, changed her family, uh, and particularly changed her father. So that's the envelope of the story. Then we go into this, the, her memory, and we dredged up this 1873 comedy, which is really a screwball comedy. It's really a long comedy act. It's, oh, it's just nuts. Yeah. Um, I call this place, and we're doing it for Edwards Place and the Art Association. So there's a historical part of it. Everything's based in history. There's a lot of text that we brought up. A lot of imagery is based in history. Then there's the Art Association, which is connected with Edwards Place, and that's the art part. And so the you know the backgrounds, for example, by Laura K. Coffey, are based on impressionist paintings of the 19th century. Oh, nice. So it's 20% 20% history, 20% fine art. What's left? 60% of mayhem and madness. That is awesome. Now we we shot it in Zoom. Mm -hmm. Um, because why not? And it's available. Right. Everybody's available, but it was shot like a film. Uh, now, I, I have a, a history of directing plays. I started directing plays. I actually started a theater when I was uh, just out of high school in Springfield many years ago. Nice. And moved away and lived in New York and Texas and and back to New York, and did a lot of directing. But more recently, most of my work has been in film, video, that kind of thing. So uh, I decided I'd shoot it like a, like a film, which allows us to bring in a lot of visuals 
beyond what you can typically do with Zoom. Now you saw you saw some of the backgrounds, which are very rich, uh, rich with color, dripping with color. Oh, All yeah. of those backgrounds were taken from photographs of Edwards Place. So oh, they're nice. actually Edwards Place, but then altered by Laura K. Coffey, who's a local artist. Oh, wow. um, and then we add on these layers. You can you can see that we I, I found footage from old films from you know various places pulling you know images off, and then you layer them over on top of each other. And since you know it's Zoom, we're not dancing. It's not like on stage. But this right. is the movement part of it. This is the place yeah. where you see the the dance, and it all punctuates the action. You know what's it's what's going on inside a character's head. When she's imagining herself suddenly, you know, waltzing to the Blue Danube waltz, you suddenly see these images inside of her head, and it's an overlay. Um, so I, I'm very excited about it. Uh, I, I love making movies. I love the theater, uh, but the whole process of making movies is very different. As I think the actors who are are terrific, all of them found out. Yeah. So, <laughs> Yeah, no, that's 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 super cool. That's you know, that's uh, yeah, you're doing you're doing uh, doing theater and you're doing film with that, and it's uh, and it is uh, is based on a play there, but a lot of original elements going into it, and so yeah. that is super cool. And so I so how was then the rehearsal process for this? Because um, it seems uh, with with uh, and the, a lot of shows that have been done you know virtually this past a uh, little over a year, it's been. Uh, the, the way you do it, you know, you, you don't, you know, meet over Zoom or maybe you meet in person. And so, so how was that whole process rehearsing it and then eventually performing it as you uh, filmed it for? Well, everything uh, was, everything was done um, by, by Zoom. The only time we all got together, actually, De Debbie Iams, who does a lot of costume here, is yep. terrific. Mm -hmm. yes. uh, she came in and I just, you know, asked all the right questions. I mean, she's so smart and came up with the costumes for it. So the only time I actually were in the same place at the same time, socially distanced, it was only a couple of weeks ago. So, you know, there, a lot of us are vaccinated. So it's a little easier. That was the only time we all got together mm -hmm. uh, for the costume fittings. Uh, but we started, we did everything on Zoom. Um, now the rehearsal process was really quick. Um, you know, we, we familiarized each other. I talked with the actors. We ran through it a couple of times. Uh, they went away and memorized their lines. Again, this is basically how you do it in the film world. Right. Um, and then we shot the scenes one by one. Um, and some of it's out of order, the way you would do in a film because of people's availabilities and things like that. So we do, we'd break it down into different scenes. Uh, most of them are very short. Um, and we, we run it two or three times. I'd give them some directions. We might make some adjustments. Um, bing, bang, bong, three or four takes. Usually the last one is the best one. On to the next one. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's, you know, when you're shooting a film, you know, there's different formulas for it. But for each minute, you know, you're going to spend, you know, on a, on a feature film, you're going to spend, you know, you know, hours and hours or days per minute, you know, but for, you know, a smaller film, you know, you could easily spend an hour, two hours, three hours per minute for running minute. Now the running right. time on this is, is it's, it's in fluctuation because I'm still editing. Right. It's about an hour and 15 minutes somewhere in there. 
Um, there's a lot of extra material beyond what the actors did, all the, the layering and the other visuals that you saw. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it, we, we did it pretty quickly. We really shot it in, uh, in three nights and an afternoon. Oh, wow. Uh, and then I, you know, as we're going along, I'm putting it into the timeline uh, and editing it just like a film and then adding the effects, adding, you know, soundtrack in it. Um, I, using, I, I think there's 11 different versions of the Blue Danube Waltz. Oh, nice. Uh, including one on a, a child's toy piano. Uh, and then there's a, there's a big surprise at the end. I, I found out for the closing one, but I, I'll, more like, I'll, I'll save that for a surprise. Oh, yes. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, that's cool. That's really awesome. That's, uh, um, yeah, no, that's um, nope. it's really interesting with like something uh, something like the Danny Waltz. I mean, there's so many different variations of it. Yeah, you, you know, I think of it. Even the one that plays in the trailer is one I I don't think I'd heard. So it's, that's really cool. And it's, it's got the it's John Philip Sousa from 1905. Oh, nice. That's <laughs> that's straight from the straight from the record. That's yeah. and that's like about you know maybe like around the time there with at least within a couple you know decades of it. But yeah, right. no, that's awesome. That is super cool. We've got all that and all the expressionist backgrounds. Those, those look. You know, put that up there again because I mean, those are, you know, the, those are really cool because I love the, um, um, and and then you know, intercut with the footage of everything. I mean, it, it looks it looks all like looks flows really well. Um, so it's looking at let's you know just from the preview looks looks really great there. So, so how, you. you're welcome, of course. Uh, so how will people be able to watch this then? Where will they be able to? Uh, get their tickets and how will they uh and what will be the way that they'll be able to watch it on so, friday it, it okay so, so this friday and saturday that's the fourth and fifth of june mm -hmm. uh and it's a benefit for the edwards place uh, which again is part of the art association and and it's at seven o'clock uh tickets are only five dollars uh all the money goes to the art to uh, edwards place and the art association and you can buy tickets online um and they're available at uh, various places, but I know if you go to the Art Association's website under events, you can find a link. Also, I think if you just go on Facebook and clicked on Art Association or Wicked Waltz, you'd probably find a link to it pretty quickly. All right, awesome. So you can go through there on their Facebook page, or you could go to springfieldart.org slash events and get your tickets uh, right. there. And just one last thing. Uh, so. Uh, so, so w once this, uh, once you're done editing it and, uh, and, uh, putting it together to, uh, and, and once it streams, uh, what, what do you got planned, uh, coming up or are you just, uh, trying to get through this first and we'll, uh, we'll see what comes along. Well, I'm, I'm trying to get through this first and then, yeah. you know, it's, it's, it's been fun. Uh, and, and, you know, frankly doing, doing a movie is, is, is a lot of work and oh. of a very different kind for a lot of theaters, but it's, it's, it's fun work. Uh, I, you know, I'm not quite sure. I, I, I'm looking ahead at the summer and I'm seeing a lot of, you know, things are opening up a bit. Um, and, uh, you know, I know it's, it's hard for the, for, for the, the major institutions to get launched like the Muni or theater in the park. And I, I don't, I don't know. I think I'd like to do something, uh, later in the summer, maybe even just something casual, like doing a reading or two, um, uh, somewhere in the, in, you know, outside, uh, make it a kind of a picnic thing or, you know, early evening thing. Uh, my specialty in terms of theater is really the classics. Uh, it's Shakespeare and his contemporaries. Um, there's a lot of great stuff that hasn't been explored. And, and I think it's great to, to expose not just an audience, but also the performers uh, 
to these to these to this this great works. Um, uh, Mr. T. Badu Thompson at the university did a great job with Twelfth Night. A couple of well, it's almost a, two months ago now. Yeah. Um, and I've talked to several different people, and I thought that would be a lot of fun. Try to keep it casual. Yeah. Um, but just you know, as, as a way to kind of keep your chops uh, going and uh, maybe entertain a few people along the way and and make it festive. Um, probably keep it small, just in terms of you know, continue to be concerned about exposure and things like that. But that that's an idea. I'm not quite sure. It, it, it's an idea at this point. We'll I'll I'll talk to you probably next week or so, and oh. to know if I've got more you know more traction with that one. But that's mm-hmm. that's that's what I'm thinking about for the rest of my summer. Oh, um, absolutely. Okay, and I'll let you know. You'll be the first to know. Okay. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. And, the, and uh, you know, the thing with the classics, I said this about Twelfth Night and um, I believe Midsummer Night's Dream was a bit, a bit ago there. I mean, we, you know, the classics, the, so many of the, those stories, their, their, their plot lines and characters uh, have been adapted in so many different ways. People see the classics and they're like, wow, I kind of know the plot to this mm-hmm. and kind of how this goes because, you know, they, they are the classics that people know them. So, so it's know, always good to... Yeah, get get those back into the uh, uh, back 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 into the theater lexicon, I guess. Yeah. Say, yeah. I don't know. But uh, so that's that's the plan. So we'll okay. see how it goes. That that sounds good. Awesome. All right. So then, in the meantime, you can watch the Wicked Waltz this weekend. You can go to the Springfield Art dot org slash events or find it through Facebook. Dennis, thank you so much for joining me. We break a leg this weekend, and I'll talk to you again soon. Great. Take care. You too. Bye-bye. It's Let's Talk Arts and Entertainment on WMAY.